All right, welcome back. Episode 121 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes, and Gorak has the night off. So it's the uh, the Grapes on the Rufus show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Gorak is out gallivanting around the upper northeast coast. Uh, went from Baltimore, went to the Vikings game, and he's making his way up. They stopped and got a nice Philly cheesesteak. They're at the uh, Pittsburgh... Bears game last night, what a good one to go to, especially like, you know, you got some rooting interest, but you can just, you know, hang out at a uh, good football game. Uh, anyways, Vikings podcast. So we'll we'll talk about the Vikings loss to the Ravens, 34-31 to 31 in overtime. Uh, Vikings led 17-3 in the first half, uh, kind of. You know, the story all season where it, it just breaks down at some point or another. So, happened again. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, 3-5 and five now. Uh, another one you should have won. You, you gave up. I think we were up 24-10. So, 24-7 run to the Ravens after the opening kickoff to the third quarter. So, not a good recipe, but uh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll, you know, with, without Gorak here, we'll, we'll keep the same formula, just like the last time. Uh, some Teddies, some Troys. Uh, you know, usually we start with the Troys after a loss. Um, and I think we're going to keep going with that formula. Uh, Vikings podcast. Uh... Troy's first, you know, in that, you, milked out of the week. Uh, you, you know, same formula, same formula. Milked out of the week. I got I got three Troy's written down. And unlike last time, I did not ask Gorak for, like, anything. And I feel like that was a bad idea. Um, might miss some stuff. But uh, milked out of the week. Milk dud. Dud of the week, the dud of the week presented by Milk Duds. Uh, you know, I, th- I think I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the stagnant offense again. We we were up 17 to three, 24 to 10, and I believe after the kick return for a touchdown, we had a three and out or close to a three and out, and like six plays. So I think we got to a third down. And then got stopped again. So, not uh, not ideal. Um, and, you know, it's not like we were getting rushed real bad. Uh, Kirk wasn't sacked. I, I don't believe he was sacked at all. Uh, it it kind of brings me back to last week. Like, is it, it – it's kind of play calling. Like, Clint's a rookie coordinator, and he just – I don't know. It seems like after we go through our scripted plays and we're not in like a uh, a four minute dry uh, four minute offense, we we just I don't know. We seem to we seem to lose control, and you know it's it's bad plays. It's bad play calls at the wrong time, uh, like a bunch of screens that aren't working. Uh, just. Oh, 
runs. It seems like we're running the football at the most predictable times. Maybe that's because we're a running football team, so it just seems predictable. But I don't know. I and it's not like we have a bad offense. Like Kurt Jefferson, Thielen, Conklin showed up. Um, Delvin Cook, like, and the offensive line's coming around. Uh, you, you just you expect more, especially when you're up 17-3 in Baltimore, where uh, your back's against the wall. You're three and four. You need a win. You're win there. You're 500. You're going to LA, and thing things are looking a lot better than they are right now. Um, but the dud of the week presented by Milk Duds is uh, the stagnant offense is uh, what I'm going to label that. Um, another Troy. Um, not getting off the field. Uh, eight, we were on the field for 88 plays. The Ravens doubled our time of possession, I believe 46 minutes to 23. Uh, and that... That's how you lose football games, especially when they're, those are scoring drives. I think they ran like 28 plays, their first two drives out of the half. I think it was a 10-yard or a 10-play drive and then like an 18-play drive. Um, they just they just kept getting four yards, five yards, four yards. Uh, and that's where uh, missing Michael Pierce comes into play, where I really think where if you have another – Big run stuffer to be able to rotate with Armin Watts, Dalvin Tomlinson, Sheldon Richardson. We'd have been able to get off the field a little sooner on some of those drives, and maybe they don't come up with points at all. Um, but, man, 88 plays. And I think Kendricks and Barr played every single snap. Like, man, I I just don't know. I, I don't know what you can do. And, I mean, it goes back to the state of offense. Like, we, we have to put together the drives to keep that defense off the field. The defense in the first half was were playing spectacular. Aside from the silly pass interference on, uh, I think it was like a first down or whatever, but no, towards the end of the first half. Uh, and then they go and score the next play. Um, there was... I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, not getting off the field. 88 plays. See, I mean, I don't know. You just, there's that many plays, you you, you kind of lo- lose track of everything that's going on. Um, and if the offense would get uh, some drives going, you know, we wouldn't be on the field so long. And Harrison Smith was out. He was out due to COVID. Uh, Cameron Bynum came up and stepped uh, stepped up in his place, so that was real nice. Um, but you know, we'll get to that. We're on the Troys. Um, yeah, uh, but not getting off the field. They'll get you another one. Um, Anthony Barr. Uh, I know he had the interception, um, and again, he played ninety snaps. But the man didn't record a tackle. So besides that interception, that pass deflection and interception uh, in overtime, the man almost went the entire game without recording a statistic. And he played 100% of the snaps. 
as your linebacker, um, your, your starting linebacker. Like, that's just, that, that's bad. And it's not like he was doing a great job of filling his gap. And, uh, st- you know, he wasn't even, like, in these plays. So, I mean, not being able to record a tackle, like, not even a, an assisted tackle. Uh, again, bailed himself out with that interception. Uh, kudos for that. That that gave us some life there in overtime. But, you know, we ran three plays after that. So, again, like, thanks, but no thanks because you didn't do much. Um, Troy's. Uh, you know, Dantzler gave up a lot of a lot of passes. Uh, he had a couple, I think, two nice plays, but for the most part, you know, they they ran a bunch of those uh, stupid RPOs and a lot of the slants and underneath. Um, I don't know. I, you like to see more. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Third round pick. I bought his jersey. You started all year last year. You just, I don't know. You'd like to see some strides. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I should ask, uh, should ask Gorak for some Troys, but or, but no, that's that's about all I have. Um, I don't know. Mike Zimmer and his staff—they got to get it together because there's another. Just poorly coached football game. Uh, mismanaged some timeouts. Uh, I think I think it was on this game tying drive by Kirk. He we called a timeout. No. Mm, I think it was before the half. Anyways, called a timeout with like a minute six, and then immediately took a shot to Thielen in the end zone, and. Which stopped the clock, anyways, which was really weird. Like, why are you calling a timeout and then immediately trying to score the next play? I feel like, I don't know, with that situation after calling a timeout, I feel like you kind of works, want to work something up, work up some clock, not burn a timeout and then shoot for the end zone, and all of a sudden you leave the Ravens with a minute left. Um, which, I think we ended up scoring shortly thereafter, uh, and we still left him with like a minute, but it's neither here nor there. It's just stupid coaching decisions, and I'm starting to wonder if we're a really good talent, talented team, and our coaching staff is just starting to blow it for us because it's just getting really old. Game after game, there's just little things here and there where it's not all on the players. I don't know. Three and five, going to L.A. Mike Zimmer and the boys have some work to do because this isn't going to cut it. And as much as I like Zimmer, clearly something's not working, whether it's you or the staff you put together. But you got to get some wins. Um Crazy thing is, is you're still only like a game out of the wild card spot. So, and like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not one to say like tank the year. Let's go get a draft pick because 
don't know. I'd rather watch uh, the Vikings in the playoffs that Sunday. Uh, I got nothing better to do. It's snowy out. It's January. Just give me one more week of Vikings football. Um, and besides, you know, winning winning football games, those, those podcasts are always better for you guys. Um, yeah, but uh, but those all that'll be the Troys. Uh, <coughs> um, we'll roll we'll roll into some teddies. We'll roll into some teddies. Um, first one, uh, can't bite them. Uh, dude, last minute has to start for Harrison Smith, and played his played his little heart out. Uh, had an interception. I think he had like nine tackles. A uh, couple plays were a little iffy, but you know, uh, forced a turnover in your first start, and you know, you you get on the little Teddy list here. Uh, another one, uh, another rookie. You know, we might as well just stay with the rookie class for now. Uh, Kane and Wangu and Wangwu, uh, Wangwu, yeah, yeah. Um, some 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 Wang Wu beef, uh, you know you know top shelf, uh, ninety seven yard punt return, uh, he, yeah opening opening drive of the third quarter, uh, right after half took the kickoff ninety seven yards, uh, just fast the man's fast he had a four two forty and you definitely saw it, and not only that but he also had a fake punt that he ran for like 13, 14 yards, which was really nice. Uh, really nice timing on that. You know, Vikings aren't one to um, to fake a punt, so they always really catch you off guard. And, you know, personally, I was I was caught off guard. I was sitting back just all lackadaisical, was not expecting a fake punt, and bam, you know, tried to, tried to jolt a little life into us. But, uh... Unfortunately, uh, that that drive amounted to no points after that. So that's on the coaching staff. Uh, Got to score points. Um, you know, it was really, really kind of like the the young stars kind of show showed out this weekend. Uh, Kenny Willickies also on the board. Uh, number seventy nine out there. Uh, number one in your hearts. Uh, had some big plays. He had a sack. Uh, forced to had a couple pressures. He 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 was always he was always around. You know he was never he was never on the ground. He was never really getting bullied. Uh, I I I think he might be here to stay. You you kind of heard his name coming up this preseason. Uh, he had a really good showing out this preseason, and it's really nice to see him going up against a uh, like a top offensive line like the Ravens. I I I don't know if they're like the top, but you know they have a strong run game and they're just big beefy boys and Will he's he's not that big but you know he showed he showed that he's here to play. Um, another young guy on the list, Armin Watts. Uh, again, unfortunately, Michael Pierce didn't play, but Armin Watts was was really good. He uh, had a, had a couple run stuffs early in the game. I think he had a sack. Um, you know, and it's just. It's nice to see him make plays and do it consistently. Uh, I think I think we got a good player on our hands, and him and Willikies. I don't know if they're ever going to be like 
true superstars or anything, but they'll definitely they'll definitely become household names as Vikings fans. Uh, I predict, uh, especially if uh, Willikies keeps it up, and I don't know Armin Watts like keep it up, man. Uh, money's coming your way, that's for sure. Whether it's here or elsewhere. Um, another Teddy uh, Delvin Cook can't keep him off the list. Uh, I think he had like 17 carries for 120 yards, uh, a couple big plays. Like I don't know. I I, I think he's like almost 100% healthy. I want to say like 95 because I feel like a couple of those runs or on one one of the long runs, I think it was like his uh, 50 yarder. Where I don't know. I feel like usually he does like one one more cut back. And, you know, boom, off to the races. Or the guy doesn't catch him at all. So, I don't know. Uh, could be something to keep an eye on as we go in the future. But, you know, great game on Sunday. Uh, just couldn't get a win. <sighs> I got, you know, it's not on the list. But, you know, Kirk played well again. Did what he could. I know a couple of the times you'd like to see him uh, make a play, but I feel like nobody was open. So um, there was one third down, though, to Tyler Conklin late in the game. I believe there, there was a penalty on the next play. Because I know it was on the game-tying drive. But... Kirk throws to Conklin, I believe, on third down. Marlon Humphrey bats it away. And on the replay, again, you know, this is me just looking on, like, the replay screen, so I don't really know what was developing behind it. But it just looked like Justin Jefferson was running a corner out and about to break open. Um, and it looked like Kirk would have had time to uh, kind of stand there a little longer and, you know, flick it out there. But opposite side of the field, Again, that was just on replay, not in real time. Um, I'm on the couch, not on the field. Uh, but, you know, just something I noticed from the couch. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, our Teddies and Troys. Um, I think we're going to take a break while I look up the lines, and then we'll, uh, we'll be right back and get you on your way. All right, welcome back. A um, couple little things I want to get into uh, before we start our picks. Uh, I wanted to mention in the stagnant offense section of our Troys that the Vikings had 204 yards of offense going into halftime. And the Ravens had like 180 or so. Um, at the end of the game, the Vikings ended up with 318 yards. And the Ravens had 500 on the nuts. Um, so, like, again, we just, we stopped. We scored a bunch of points right away and we just stopped. Uh, it's happened all year. Uh, just wanted to say that, uh, thought it was interesting, mind boggling, uh, 36 first downs for the Ravens to 
13. Um, you know, just... And we had 6.1 yards per play. The Ravens had 5.6. They just just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. Um, and yeah, uh, what was it? We had two turnovers... I, th- I believe the Vikings have lost every game where we have forced two, where a turnover differential was plus two. Um, three games. Uh, outrageous. Can't be losing games when you're winning the turnover battle. Um, and another thing, a um, little Dalvin Cook situation going on here. Um, a little he said, she said. Uh, you know, little, little domestic violence involved. Uh, pictures of this one girl's face don't look good. A couple text messages from Delvin don't look real good either. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, it's not a really good year for for the Vikings, that's for sure. Um, anyways, we'll get to the picks, and you guys can get on your way. Um, start start off with Thursday Night Football. The Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins. The Ravens are minus seven and a half. Uh, it's supposed to be rainy. Uh, over under is forty six and a half. Uh, take the under and take the Ravens seven and a half. It, Ravens are gonna just pound the rock. It's gonna be gross. Uh, next game is Jags at the Colts. Uh, the Colts are ten and a half point favorites. Um, Jags coming off of a win, uh, beating the Bills, which weird nine to six. Uh, the Jags' first win in like uh, on American soil in like four hundred some odd days. Uh, take the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looks really good and yeah take the Colts minus 10 and a half uh, Browns at Patriots uh, Patriots are one and a half point favorites at home uh, they don't look bad um, they're five and four uh, Brown Browns with a you know a little put their foot down a little stop to that they got rid of Odell uh, Beat the Bengals pretty pretty uh, pretty handily. Um, I think I'm going to take the Patriots though. Um, yeah, oh, Patriots minus one and a half at Foxborough. Let it ride. Um, next one, Cowboys Falcons at Cowboys Falcons are nine point favorites. Um, Falcons. Are four and four, I believe. Um, they're the seven seed, so root for the Cowboys. Cowboys can just run away with that division. Uh, they just lost to Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos uh, with Dak. So, oh, uh, Cowboy, take take Cowboys. Root for the Cowboys. Um, Bills at Jets. Uh, Bills are 13.5 point favorites, even 
after coming off that loss. Um, and yeah, take the Bills to rebound. Oh, Jets suck. Uh, Saints at Titans. This one's kind of fun. Uh, Titans are three-point favorites. Uh, they just beat the Rams on Sunday Night Football. And, yeah, I don't know. Roll Titans minus three. I feel like that's easy money. Mm, Broncos or Buccaneers, sorry, at the Washington football team. Uh, a little rematch of uh, last year's playoff game. Uh, Washington is much worse now. Uh, Bucks are nine and a half point favorites, and I feel like that's a little, I don't know, a little slap in the face to Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, take Brady in the points, nine and a half, easy money. Um, Lions at Steelers. Ooh, gross. Uh, Steelers are eight and a half point favorites. Over under is. 43 in this game. Uh, not a lot of points expected, and I don't expect a lot of points either. Uh, Steelers cutting it close with the boys in the stands. Uh, but take take the Steelers and the points, eight and a half. Um, we'll skip that one. Um, Panthers at Cardinals. Cardinals are 10-point favorites. Uh, they... Beat the Niners with Colt McCoy leading the way. Uh, Hopkins played, I think, but I don't think he was out there much. Uh, Cardinals are 10-point favorites. Um, take them. Cardinals minus 10. Um, Seahawks at Packers. This is your NFL game of the week, I suppose. Um, Packers, 3.5-point favorites. Uh, oh, I think Russell Wilson might be back. Um, I think he might be back, but, uh, still, I think, I think you gotta take Packers minus three and a half at Lambeau. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, Eagles at Broncos. Uh, I don't know. We're not going to catch them anyway, so, oh, still like seeing them lose. Eagles at Broncos. Teddy B and the Denver Broncos are three point favorites and you know what? Take them. Take them in the points. They trade away Von Miller and they just keep winning. Um, next game, the Sunday night game, is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Chiefs are two and a half point favorites. Um, probably because they beat the Packers. Sounds Jordan Love, but Raiders, I think, are five and three. I think the Chiefs might be five and three too, though. Anyways, um, yeah, I take the Chiefs minus two and a half. Screw the Raiders. Uh, Monday night game: the LA Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams are three and a half point favorites on the road. Both these teams coming off a loss. I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the points. Um, last one of the week, your Minnesota Vikings at the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. Uh, Chargers are two and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm taking the Vikes. Uh, the Chargers, you know, they look good, but you know, the Vikings look good at times too. 
Uh, it's going to be close. Uh, what team can screw this up more? The Vikings and Chargers both have hellish fourth quarters. Like, I don't know. Grapes and Gorak will be at that game. It'll be a good time. Um, yeah. Take the Vikings, two and a half point dogs. Over under is 52 and a half. Like, they're expecting points. I'm expecting points. I'm expecting a W. Let's rate the ship in LA. I'll see you guys later.